Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. this morning. Hello, welcome to Sunday. It's the best day of the week. It's the first day of the week. Why do we meet on Sundays? Well, it's the day Jesus rose from the dead. It's the day that he whipped the devil completely. He defeated death. Yes. And he conquered the grave. He conquered sin. And why did he do all that? Well, he did it for you. Yes. He did it for us. Oh, God. <laughs> and we love you, Highway family, and we're so glad to be together this morning. I think we have a, a new group starting today in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. I love it. We've been waiting for this one. Yeah, so we welcome you guys yes. and we bless Hello, you. Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Yes, we bless you in Jesus' name. Uh, we want to encourage you if you're new. Uh, to Highway Church and to this Highway Home Network, we want to encourage you, uh, you're in for something really good. Uh, We have good news for you that will absolutely transform your life, that will make you whole, that will set you free from depression, uh, that will give you wisdom, that will bring you into a life better than you've ever dreamed of. (laughs) And it's the abundant life that Christ came to give you. So we want to pray with you this morning and we're going to have a good time together. So let's pray together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Father, you're so good. Lord, we thank you for this special time together for this highway church family, for this network that you are growing, Lord, of people all around this nation and even the world, Father, that are gathering around who you are and what you've done for us through your son. And who we are in you. And we thank you for this too good to not be true gospel that you've given to us. This life abundantly that sets us free and makes us whole. And we receive it. And we ask for your help, Holy Spirit, this morning. To open our eyes to see Christ clearly. And to step into all the wonderful things that you've purposed for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, it is fun. How important the church is. I just thought while we were praying. So true. And what a gift from the Father to us. Yes. He's the head and we're the body. Uh, We need one another. And it's so good to just be able to um, gather together and just minister the word to one another and rejoice in what God has done. That's true. It's so good. Such a gift. We, um, we're, if those of you who may not know, maybe joining us recently, um, we are in the process of a transition. So we have relocated to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we've been repositioned in the center of the country. And uh, we're still getting set up. So uh, each Sunday might be a little different format, but we're, we'll be in this set for uh, this Sunday and next Sunday, we're working on getting a studio space together mm-hmm. to broadcast from. 
Um, so we would like to also have some live music yes. uh, during these times. But uh, for this Sunday, next Sunday, and maybe the next few Sundays, uh, however the word comes, it's going to come fresh and hot. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I just want to encourage those who might be new to to something like this. Um, what changes our lives is good news. Yes. <laughs> it really does. Uh, good news, bad news can be challenging and difficult to deal with. But when the good news uh, is exponentially more powerful than the bad news, then you win. Okay? So we have good news for you. And I think I never realized growing up in a uh, a traditional uh, religious church, I never heard the good news. I never heard what we're going to share with you today. And we're, we focus at Highway Church on, on three uh, specific realities. One, the first one being who Jesus is. He's the will and the nature of the Father. Why is that important? Because so many believers don't know the will of God for their lives. And they've uh, oftentimes maybe been told that we can't know the will of God. That it's presumptuous to assume you think you know the will of God. But actually, uh, Christ is the will of God, and he came so that you could live every day of your life smack dab in the center of God's will and plan for your life. So Christ has revealed the will of God to us, yeah. okay? Yeah. So as we learn about who he is, we, come to be, we become very confident, very sure, and very certain of the will of God for our lives. Mm-hmm. The second thing that we focus on is what he's done for us. And uh, we're going to go through a number of scriptures. We'll see how far we get today looking at what he's done for us. Why is that important? Because many, again, many people are living their lives not realizing what has been provided already for them through the finished work of Christ. And oftentimes people are asking God for things that he's already given them. So it's not a question of of God giving them to him. It's really a question of them learning what he's already done and then believing it, receiving it by faith. How can you enjoy a gift unless you know a gift was given? That's That's right. That's so true. And that we want you to experience all that God provided for you through his son, Jesus Christ. And we say this regularly at highway and it needs to be said, uh, Jesus never came to establish a religion. (laughs) He never came to establish a religious tradition. He wasn't interested in becoming a statue or a necklace or a stained glass window. He actually wants you to experience God in your daily life. He wants you to have a real, vibrant, healing, transforming, set you free relationship with him. Okay, so as we learn who he is and what he's done for us, we begin to walk in the reality of this. The third thing we focus on at Highway is who we are in him. Okay, when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, when you believe that he rose from the dead for you and you confess Jesus with your mouth as your Lord and your Savior, you are what Christ called, you are born 
again or born from above by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you actually become a new creation, a new man, a new woman in Christ Jesus. And at that very moment, your past is behind you forever. Old things have passed away and all things become new. So we focus on these three things, who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and who we are in him. You will find that these three realities are comprehensive. They cover every area of your life, that the answers you are looking for are found in the knowledge of these three realities. Many times we make things too, way too difficult. Christ came to simplify your thinking, okay, and your life. He said, my yoke is easy. My load is light. I like the message translation of that. It says, keep company with me. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. You'll learn to live freely and lightly. So we want to encourage you to connect with this Highway Church, Highway Home Network. Connect with us. If this is your first time, make a point to, to really participate in these worship services, these live streams every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You're, you're going to benefit greatly from, from this time together. Uh, we also have midweek Bible studies, video Bible studies. We just finished one entitled, What About Job? An amazing study. If you have not, excuse me, if you have not watched that video Bible study, we encourage you to do so as soon as possible. You'll be so glad you did. It's a five-part Bible study, and uh, we're, having a, we're going to begin uh, the next series in September, maybe the middle of September. We're still working that out. It may end up being the third or fourth week in September, but we'll keep you posted. We also want to encourage you to, uh, to sign up on our website, highwaychurch.us highwaychurch.us and scroll down to the footer of any page and you can sign up to be uh, part of our regular emails. Okay, so we normally send one out on Wednesday to encourage you and on Friday to encourage you. Now you'll find that getting that encouragement from the Word of God in the middle of the week and th towards the end of the week will be a source of strength to you. Okay, uh, God wants to um, do amazing things in all of our lives, and He does that through His Word. And that again is, as I think many believers don't understand. Oftentimes we're looking for a lightning bolt to come from the sky, but really what we need is to know what God has said, to know His Word. His Word reveals to us His will. His Word reveals to us the answers we need for our current situations. And when we receive that Word, put our faith in that Word, and act on that Word, we get the victory. Right, we experience right, right. the victory that He already purchased for us. Yeah, so good. Words are uh, how we express. Yeah our heart and how we express our thoughts, how much more true yeah. when it is God who has given an eternal word. Yeah. He never changes. He's always the same. And yeah. his word has been given that we might know his heart 
and that we could know his will concerning our lives. And so the words that we read, the words that we study, the words that we take truly do give us a window into God's thoughts uh, toward us. And when you know the thoughts that someone thinks toward you, doesn't it change how you respond to that person? Yes. If you think someone's critical of you and you think someone's thinking bad things, they may not be, but you think they are, you'll be nervous around them. You will avoid them. You'll go the other way when, you know, you see them in the store, you'll go one way because you think, eh, Something's wrong there. But if you know the person has love for you, has good thoughts towards you, is open in relationship to you, you won't walk down the other aisle in the store. You'll go right up to them. Give them a hug and and you'll connect right there in that moment, even though you had something else that you were there Mm. for. The fellowship becomes exciting and then you can sit there and talk for 30 minutes, you know, because you have connected with someone that you know how they feel toward you. All the more true with God. Mm. If you have thoughts that he doesn't approve, that he is angry, um, that he wants to punish you or he's got it in for you, you'll avoid him. Yes. But in the middle of the day, when you get the revelation of his heart, If you get the revelation of his thoughts towards you, you'll stop whatever you're doing for 30 minutes, whatever, Mm -hmm. an hour, whatever, just to fellowship with God and learn what he has to say to us in that moment. And he does have something to say from his word all the time. It's living. I love it. The word of God is living. It is constantly revealing and opening things to our understanding. I love that. I want to touch on that a little bit. You talked about if you have, if you think someone is thinking negatively of you, that, what does that do? That automatically creates a distance between you and them. And you're not going to go out of your way to see them, right? And if you see them at the grocery store in the cereal aisle, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're really, you might even be kind of tense because they're in this, you know, you're going to have to say hello to them, right? But the reality is, uh, again, they may or may not have negative thoughts to you. You may not know. Now, of course, uh, there are the enemy, Satan, will whisper things to you about what people think about you, which is not true. But obviously, the most important one that we want to know the thoughts of is God the Father, right? But when I know how Jennifer thinks towards me, and she knows how I think towards her, well, that's why we got married. Right? Because <laughs> we have good thoughts about one another. No, but it's the essence of relationship is thinking well of the other and refusing to think negative thoughts about you. Did you know God the Father refuses to think negative thoughts about you? Oh, that's good. <laughs> he absolutely he will not listen to Satan or any demon. He will not listen to any criticism of you, any accusations of you. God is thinking good thoughts of you constantly. Hmm. And we see the revelation of this all throughout the scriptures. The psalmist said, if I were to try and number and count the thoughts that you have towards me, they would outnumber the grains of sand. Those are all good thoughts. And that's what it's like when you love somebody. Hmm. Love covers a multitude of transgressions. 
God realizes that we make mistakes. He realizes that, you know, we've, we've sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but he loves us perfectly. Mm-hmm. And he loves us with a, with a perfect love, a love that covers us. So when you realize what he thinks about you, you'll want to spend time with him. You'll want to get to know him. You'll want to learn his word. You'll want to be a part of this highway network. You'll want to hear the word every single day of your life. You'll become very excited, very full of anticipation and expectation. Your relationship with God comes alive when you know what he thinks of you. That's good. And I, listen, I get it. There are so many believers out there that are living their lives. If they'll just, if they'll just take inventory of their thoughts, they're thinking there's a distance between them and God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we're calling this series that we're in. No distance. Because of what Jesus did for us, there is no distance between you and God the Father. Jesus canceled that distance, but as a result, I mean, they have maybe have not heard what we're sharing with you. They haven't realized that the finished work of Jesus, remember that's the second reality we focus on, what he's done for us. The finished work of Jesus has removed that distance between us and the Father. When you don't realize that, if you think God is disappointed in you, that God is kind of shaking his head in you, at you, that God's maybe waving his finger at you, that God thinks poorly of you, then what are you going to do? You're going to avoid him, right? You're going to be afraid to come to him, and you're going to open yourself up to the condemning attacks of the enemy, Now, we talk about uh, Satan uh, as well as Highway Church. We're not afraid of him. He's a defeated foe, but he is real. And and so many people are dealing with issues in the realm of the soul, your your mind, your emotions. And that's really where the battle is. Mm -hmm. And that is Satan's territory. Mm -hmm. He will whisper thoughts to your soul. He'll tempt you to feel certain ways. He'll present emotions to you. That's where the battle is. But the strength you need to have a healthy soul is by knowing what God thinks of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He thinks you're amazing. He thinks you're fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows that he handcrafted you in your mother's womb. He thinks that you're you're one of a kind. He knows that you're custom made by him. He knows that he has prepared an amazing life for you. He knows that he has a plan for you that will absolutely thrill you every day of your life. God knows everything about you. He knits you together in your mother's womb. And he is for you like no one else is for you. He's for you more than your spouse, more than your parents. He's so for you. He's perfectly for you. And that's what you're going to realize through this ministry. So what we're doing is so important. It is so important. And uh, I was going to say, of course, we're aware of our failures. Sure. Of course, we're aware of where we fall short. Yep. And that is when we think that's the focus of God's thinking. Well, it is often, we know our weakness. We know our shortcomings, but God saw in advance our need of a savior and he provided Jesus on our behalf. Mm, So mm, mm. 
how that's like ultimate love to yes. know that someone has a need yeah. before they even know they have a need Thank you for and that. to remove the burden of that shame <sighs> to make provision for that need before we even knew. So we became aware of our shortcomings. We became aware of our sin. We became aware of our failure. But in just that moment, also God provides Jesus, who is the atonement for all of our sin, who is the strength for all of our weakness. And I just think it's amazing, this kind of love that saw Mm-hmm. ahead of time yeah. that we would fall short. He's aware. Yeah. It's not like you're surprising him with your weakness. <laughs> now, it might bother you, but this is when we renew mm-hmm. our thinking in line with what the Word says. So when Joseph yeah. said he's for you, yeah. how much more for can he be? He sent his son as a provision for our weakness. Yeah. He's for us. Yeah. And uh, it That's was... Right. Knowing and seeing our shortcomings, mm. he had a plan for that ahead of time. Is he for us when we do right? Yes. Is he for us when we do wrong? Yes. Yes, he's for you all the time. <laughs> he Obviously, he doesn't want the wrong. He doesn't agree with wrong or things that are harmful, but he's still for you. Right? He's still for you. He's, in, he's with you in the midst of whatever you're going through, and he wants to deliver you from it. He wants to deliver you from it. He wants you to be whole. He wants to lift you up and put you on top. So the the, the challenges you've been facing will will not be an issue anymore in your life. See, when someone's for you, they go out of their way to help you. And he is more for you, and he has more resources than anyone else. And he has gone out of his way. How out of his way did he go? Well, Jesus emptied himself of his glory. He emptied himself of his godliness in Philippians chapter 2, it tells us that. And he came to earth as, and wrapped himself in human flesh as a baby in the womb of a virgin. That's how, much, that's how far out of his way he went. He left heaven and came to earth in human flesh to show you how for you he is. You've got to know God is for you. There's no distance between you and him. And this is what will give you the strength to win. No matter what the devil might be bringing against you, no matter what challenges or circumstances you're in, it is God's love for you. God's for you, for you. That will change you. All right? Mm -hmm. And now not only are many believers living with this underlying sense of distance, this underlying sense of condemnation and fear and alienation or separation from God. But, you know, there are people who have not yet confessed Christ. Maybe they've been to a church at some point in time, but they haven't put their faith in the resurrection of Christ for themselves. They haven't declared Jesus as Lord of their lives. They're not born again yet. And there are many of these people that that think there's no way they could ever get to God. How, how could I ever get to God? I was like that at 17. I had someone say something to me about knowing Jesus, and I just was shocked. I thought, are we allowed? Is that, I, can we do that? Can we, mm-hmm. what? 
I had never heard anything like that. Mm -hmm. Listen, Highway Family, those who have already uh, been a part of this Highway Family, I want to encourage you, really, this network is, is a big deal. It's so important, and there are many reasons why. First of all, the only thing you need to be a part of this is an Internet connection. That makes this thing accessible to most of the world. I mean, the Internet is growing. Of course, it's the World Wide Web. I realize there are places in the world that may still not have connections, but I'm telling you, there's a whole lot of people that can hear the message that we're preaching. And uh, I want to encourage you, Highway family, I know uh, this is we're going through transition and uh, we're not in the warehouse like we were. We're not in a physical location yet. Uh, but this is, this is important. And this is what the Lord is doing through us right now. This is a season and man invite someone to, to, to watch this online service with you. And just invite a friend. Let the Lord lead you during the week. And you know, if if every member of the Highway family would just invite one person in the next month. That's amazing. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Just one person. Just let the Lord lead you. Yes. And and <laughs> they, that they could hear how much God is for them. And then you, after you invite them and you pray for them, not, not with them there, but as you, you go home and you think about them, you pray for them. You pray for their hearts to be prepared, for their eyes to be open to the love that God has yeah, for them. Yeah. This thing can spread like wildfire. Yeah, yeah. I believe that this network w will grow and grow and grow because we, we are providing you and people with their greatest need. What is our greatest need to have an intimate relationship with the one who made us? And we are providing the means for that by giving to you the message that we have of who he is, what he's done for us and who we are in him. Hallelujah. Now, you might have seen, uh, you know how videos go around on social media. You might have seen in the last month or so, there was testimony about a high-ranking Satanist. I don't know hmm, if you saw that, that, Joseph. No, but he was deep into the occult. And as and he came yeah. to hear the gospel, the good news. Yeah. He came to hear it somehow. And he, in his testimony that was circulating around social media, got into tears thinking about the fact he said, I didn't know that God even cared about me. He's in tears. Mm. I didn't even know that there was any hope for me. Mm. And, mm. you know, sometimes mm. people are so deep in their sin mm. that they can't see that God would ever love them, yeah. that there is any way out. So they continue to go further and further and sure. go into that sin deeper. This yeah. man was... Um, by his own uh, testimony, a high-ranking official in the mm. Satanic Church. And when he heard the gospel, it brought him to tears because he was so into that. He was so deep in his um, delusion. Mm. He did mm. not know. He did not know. So what we're mm. saying mm. here, mm. How, 
ask God to show you yes. the person. And just because someone is deep too, in sin doesn't mean that they've rejected God. No. It Come just on. may mean that they have not yet heard that God even cares about them or has a thought toward them. Mm, um, mm, he mm. has made salvation available to all people. Come on. And it's our job as believers, as ambassadors, yeah. to take what this message is, this good news of who God is, what he's done for us, and who we are now yeah. in him, and bring it to other people. That's right. And the World Wide Web provides an amazing vehicle for that. Mm-hmm. Amazing vehicle for that. You know, you're, you're hitting something so important. What religious tradition has done is highlighted man's sin and man's failure, but not given man an answer for that for that sin, a way to overcome and live free from that sin. Because, you know, we, we, we can, we, we want, Jesus didn't come into the world to judge the world. He told us that in John 3, 16 and 17, right? Mm -hmm. To condemn the world, but that the world might have life through him, right? Well, sometimes uh, believers have got into a judgment mode where they're condemning others. And as a result, they they miss an opportunity to rescue someone from the darkness they're in. That's so true. See, Satan is the father of lies, just so you know. He really is. In other words, what he'll do, let me give you an example of how spirits of darkness would work. And that might sound odd to you talking about spirits, but you need to learn about the realm of the spirit because it's very real. It's more real than this physical realm. It's more real than the table we're sitting at or the chair or couch you're sitting in. But spirits of darkness will, will send a thought your way. It might be a temptation to do something that you know is wrong. And they will tempt you to do it. They'll tell you uh, whatever, they can, whatever they can tell you to get you to try and, and act on that thought. And let's say you act on that thought. You know what they'll do then? Then they will condemn you yeah, for, for what you just did. That they yeah, suggested they, you to do. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what they do. That's, that's how spirits of darkness work. They present you with something that you don't feel right about doing, that, that troubles your conscience initially, and they'll work on you maybe for weeks or months or even years to try and get you to give in into that and then as soon as you give into it they hammer you with condemnation and and if you don't know God is for you what does that do it it causes you to go deeper into that darkness you say well now I've just sinned now I've just messed up I can't go to God now I can't pray now I I may as well just keep doing it right and what happens you, you go in this downward spiral deeper into darkness but listen no matter how far down you are no matter how long you've been listening to darkness today you can come out of that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why by receiving God's love for you now he's not disappointed he's for you now in the midst of any darkness or sin that you are in he is for you and today by the power of his Holy Spirit he wants to lift you up out of that and keep you free for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. But you need to know that he's for you. That's really what the gospel is, isn't it? God is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him freely give us all things? I'm not making that up. I'm quoting a scripture. That's Romans chapter 8, verses 28 and following. Okay? 
Hallelujah, God is for you. In the midst of your failure, in the midst of your repeated failure, in the midst of, of depression, oppression, confusion, uh, addiction, He's for you. So what do you do? What if you are someone right now and, and, you know, you don't have to share anything with anybody, but privately, you know, you're dealing with stuff in your private life and you, you're feeling shame about it. You're feeling condemnation about it. What do you do right now? Right. You, you embrace the reality of God's love for you. And with, and I'm telling you, you have to say it with your mouth. God, you are for me. I believe that you are for me. You gave your son for me. Father, you love me. You are for me. And Lord, I, I ask you to fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit so that I can be free from this for the rest of my life. And you receive it right there at that moment. You know, I grew up in a family that, that drank alcohol like you would drink, I don't know, water, you know, and I had relatives from uh, one country in particular, and they drank stuff that was clear, clear alcohol, clear, pure grain, you know, the, the hard stuff that was like, uh, you know, the Clorox in your laundry room or something, you know, and they, they just, they drank the hard stuff. And I started, you know, and we had people around who made their own. You know, I guess down in the South, they call that moonshine, right? right. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, there was nothing shiny about it. It wrecked your life. But I, I started drinking pure grain alcohol. I don't know. I was probably 16, 17 years old, maybe 15. I don't remember how old. But I remember drinking that pure grain alcohol. I hated the taste of it. But you know why I did it? Well, I was being tempted by spirits of darkness, and I wanted to create an image. I wanted other people to think I was something, right? And I wanted to gain others' approval. So I started drinking this poison, and man, it wrecked me. And I, I drank a lot as a teenager. I was lost. I was in the dark. And, I, and when I heard what you're hearing, that God was for me, that I could have a relationship with him, I thought, can this be true? Me? Can this really be true? And it was embracing the reality that we're sharing with you that he is for me. I'm going to tell you, that alcohol, that junk fell off of me like, like duck off, water off a duck's back. It just, it just wasn't an issue anymore. Why? Because God's love took over in my life. And I, 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 yes, his, his love for me was greater than that's that right. pure grain alcohol. Right. Mm -hmm. And that stuff was pretty strong, right? Mm -hmm. His love for me was greater than that. And it, his love for me, knowing his love, me personally believing that he loved me, because he loves you whether you believe it or not. But it's when you believe that it's true for you that the power kicks in. That's right. That's right. That's what activates it. You've got to know it's true for you. Right. You've got to know his love is for you today, and it's greater than anything that's bound you in the past. That's so good. And it was knowing that, it's like, why would I ever want to want to get drunk again? Because God's so much better than any drink I've ever had. Why would I ever want to touch that again? 
right? I'm free now. And God's love, I began drinking the love of God in my life. <laughs> and once you taste his love for you, it'll set you free from any kind of narcotics, from crack, from cocaine, from heroin, from depression, from prescription medicine, anything that you're, anything that you're on, right. his love for you will set you free from it. There are many people living on uh, prescriptions, many prescriptions, several prescription medications, wow. uh, trying, trying to manage their pain, trying to manage their emotions. And I understand, you know, that people are trying to help and, uh, you know, there are professionals trying to help you and that's, and that's fine. But I'm telling you, there's a greater reality. And the, the issues, the sickness, the, the depression, the oppression that mankind is dealing with is, is primarily, I'm going to say solely because people do not know how much the Father loves them. Here, here's what's happening. This is the remedy. Here's what's happening. I think of what's so common, and we see it everywhere yeah. today, is the use of weed, marijuana. Sure. What is going on there? Even yeah. if it's like... I, once a week or something. Mm -hmm. Here, here's what's happening is whatever this is, you're trying to create distance. Distance from the, what the you're regular dealing with? stuff. Sure. You're trying with these substances to create distance from the bad stuff. Right. Right? Uh, the tension, the pressure, the stress. Um, you're trying to create distance yeah. from those things. But what are we doing to eliminate distance to the good, which yeah. is to God? Yeah. Uh, you know, so we do all these things to make distance from mm. bad. But here God is, who's eliminated all distance. He's Bible says that he's taken away the wall oh, of separation. He's taken away. In Come our on. lives, we're trying to build walls of separation. But God <laughs> has taken away the wall of yes. separation that existed between he and us. And now we can come to him, mm. but it's so unfamiliar. You know, it, it, it is a new life. Yes, it is. To actually not create distance. But to run into this which God has provided for yes. us, which is a life of no yes. distance from the good, yes. no distance from the perfect, no distance from salvation, mm. no mm. distance from this perfect love. We are, it, it truly is unknown. Yeah. Outside of Christ, there's nothing That's like so it. That's so good. That's so good. So we are a whole new world. We're not trying to run away from bad we're running into the, the love of, of god. god that's exactly and the right of god wow and you know if if i if i go back and think you know why why did i get drunk and why did i do these those things actually underneath there is a lot of pain in there mm -hmm. and i was trying to to escape that pain i was trying to numb myself to the way i was feeling and you, I just feel impressed to, to, to talk to people who may it's be dealing good. with alcohol or drugs substance. or substance, any type of substance. And you know, that can be chocolate. I mean, anything that you're looking to, to comfort yourself or try and escape from, if I don't want anything in this world to provide that for me because it can't. 
And that's what I realized as a young man. There's nothing in this world, food, drink, substances, people that can satisfy me and set me free like the love the Father has for me. I'm telling you, this is the remedy for the ills of man. So we want to encourage you if you're, you know, if you're involved in substance abuse, if you're dealing with an addiction, a bondage in any, or even, like I said, even food. You know, I, I remember, you know how it is, you can go on a food binge and you can sit down and just eat a bunch of your favorite whatever, but you know, you're not even tasting that thing anymore. Because it's a bondage. It's your soul telling you you need it. Mm-hmm. Your body, you know, is saying, uh, it's enough, you know. <laughs> but you're trying to just, yeah. you know, your soul takes over or your flesh takes over. Yeah. God wants you free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if we're relying on anything in this world or anyone in this world to provide that deep down healing, that deep down satisfaction other than the Father himself, it's not going to work. So the change you're looking for, the freedom from every bondage that you've been looking for comes from you personally believing that he loves you, Mm -hmm. that he gave his son for you, that Jesus Christ did what he did for you, and that it's true and real for you now. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Let's Let's go to Romans chapter 10. If you've got your Bibles with you, uh, if you're, hey, man, take advantage of our live platform. It is, it's great software. You can access it through our website. Just go to highwaychurch.us. Click on the live link. The URL, I believe, is live.highwaychurch.us. But take advantage of it. You can create your own user profile. Just put your username in there and your password, and you've got your own profile. And then you'll have all your notes from every message. All your you, You've got your Bible there with a ton of translations. You've got a chat where you can chat in over 60 languages. And you'll see on the tabs of this software, um, you'll see the tabs at the top where uh, one of them says, Share Your Testimony. And I love that one. So, you know, and we want to hear because we know and we've heard so many people share with us over the years yes. when they hear the message that we're sharing, the, the changes that it brings about in their life, the healing, the deliverance, the restored marriages, the, the restored families. We want to hear about that. So cl- click on the share your testimony, you know, at any time during the week, during the service, after the service, and let us know what the goodness of God. Let us know what God's doing in your life. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your testimony. Um, and you know, some else you can do. This was wonderful about the internet. You can share everything you're hearing through your own social media platforms. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, if, we, if you're watching this broadcast and you're, there's something that hits you, you can go back after the broadcast and screen record that minute that hits you or mm-hmm. screen record that five minute segment, then post that on your Facebook page. Post it on your, your make it a, a video on Instagram or just share it on YouTube. Do something, get it out there because the, the Holy Spirit is ministering to you during this time. Mm-hmm. We want you to realize that we're gathered in Christ. Christ's name, the Holy Spirit's in us, and He loves you, and He's ministering to you during this whole time. Mm-hmm. And, but He's not only ministering to you, He's sharing things with you that people in your life need. 
Okay. That's exactly so, yeah. It. That's, exactly That's it. it. And you can screen record it on your phone. You I know? Mean, we'd be selfish to not share yeah. the changes God has done and made in our lives. Yeah. We'd be selfish not to share those with other people. And, you know, really. The love of God Hallelujah. came after each one of us. We didn't find God. He came Hallelujah. after us. And so if you're hesitant in any way, just realize God is proactive. God is. He went. He yes, came he for us. Yes, he is. And this whole story of salvation was his plan mm. to redeem us. So, so good. don't be hesitant to share Christ with people. I'm, yeah. It's the nature of God to lovingly for lack of a better word, go after people. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know? Hallelujah. Be, uh, be open and be free with what God Absolutely. is doing in your life. Share because Absolutely. other people's lives will be impacted and they can come to know Christ because of what he's done in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. We're in Romans chapter 10, guys. Romans chapter 10. And I'm going to start, I'm going to read verses 9 through 13. Okay. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13. We're talking about God's love for you. There's no distance between you and the Father. And he demonstrated how much he's for you by sending his son to remove and cancel all distance from you. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says that if you, and this is something you've got to do with your own mouth and your own heart, no one can do this for you, all right? That if you confess, that means if you say, if you declare with your own mouth the Lord Jesus, so if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, for who? For you. You shall be saved. Saved from depression, saved from oppression, saved from addiction, saved from bondage, saved from fear, saved from condemnation, saved from separation, alienation, sickness, disease, the power of sin, saved. It's a total salvation. You shall be saved, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever, that's, that's the, the worst of the worst and the best of the best. That's right. Right? That could be the head of the satanic church. Oh, that can be a, a, a murderer. That can be, that can be a Sunday school teacher or, a, <laughs> you know, right. or your favorite aunt or aunt, however you say that. Mm -hmm. For the scripture says, whosoever believes on him, listen to this, shall not be ashamed. Whoever believes on Jesus will not be put to shame. Hallelujah. That's quoted from Isaiah. Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek or the Gentile. For the, Lord, the same Lord over all is, is rich unto all that call upon him. God gives generously without finding fault. We're told that in the book of James, right? He is rich to all that call upon him. For whoever calls upon, listen to this, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Jesus has qualified you. You can call on him anytime, day and night. And if you call on him, you will be delivered. It's that simple. 
I know you haven't heard this through religious tradition, but we're here to tell you that the salvation God has for you applies to your daily life. It applies to the challenges you're facing. It applies to the things that are oppressing you. Salvation is being free from those things. It applies to sickness and disease. Do you know it's not God's will for you to be sick? You're going to learn that by connecting and being a part of this network. You're going to learn that Christ came that you would be well. How do we know that? The scriptures, the ministry of Jesus, you'll, you'll find that he healed people. He didn't make them sick. God didn't bring sickness into your life. Whoever told you that made a mistake. That's not the truth. Sickness is never from God. It's not a tool that he uses to humble people. It's an enemy to him. He didn't create us to be sick. He created us to be well. That's why our bodies, without reading any scriptures, fight against sickness. Mm -hmm. We weren't made to be sick. We're made to be well. Christ came. He bore your sicknesses. The scriptures teach us he took those on the cross. He took your sicknesses. He took your diseases. He took all the things that were wrong with us upon himself. Mm -hmm. And he became that for us so that by faith in what he did for you, you could be whole. I'm telling you, we have a message for you that you need desperately. And we want to encourage you to plug into this highway network. You can do it anywhere, man. All you need is a network connection, a Wi-Fi connection, and, and your life's going to be so different. You're going to begin living the life you were made for. You're going to begin living your best life because it's all about his love for you. All right? Um, Man, oh, this is this is happening in your home, in your apartment. Your your homes, your apartments are becoming dwelling places for the presence of God. You know, if you read through the scriptures, I I don't even have time to go into that, but I'm going to tell you, uh, powerful things were happening in people's homes. The dead were being raised in people's homes. Uh, people were being healed and set free in people's yes. homes. What This home network is so powerful. You, I'm speaking to those of you who know him, you are God's ambassadors. Yes. You're, you're his ambassadors. And when you invite someone into your home, the very love and life and power of Christ is abiding in you. If the people in your group have a need, you lay your hands on them and pray yes. for them. Yes. Now, don't force it on anybody if they ask, right? You can't force this on anybody. But if they present a need, if they ask for prayer for something, you are able to, to minister to them and for that freedom and healing in life is going to come through you to them. You are God's ambassador. You are his conduit. Wherever you're at, an apartment, in a home, in a public place, God has given you his spirit. And it's time for you, Highway family, to become the ministers. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to become the ambassadors and the conduits of God's presence. Mm -hmm. You've been that all along, yes. but I think this new season is going to give you an opportunity to step up into that role mm -hmm. as we should be each and every day in our lives mm -hmm. as believers and disciples of Christ. Hallelujah. This is so good. We're just going to continue going through this next week. No distance. There's so much we haven't even touched on yet. 
And we appreciate uh, your patience with us as we make this transition. We're still unpacking. We're, we're still we're still finding stuff. We're still getting stuff set up, you know, taken care of because we've had a good four weeks there of, of traveling and, and doing the things we're doing. And, uh, you know, just the paperwork, administration, bills, all that. We're just getting caught up on everything. Uh, and we finally got a trash service two days ago Yay! for our home. So that was a good thing. So we got connection. We've been voicemails and we got uh, that all set up. So we're getting everything set up and it takes time. It takes time. So we appreciate your patience with us. But this is a good time. This is a time for all of us to grow and step into the role that he's prepared for us. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, what he's done for you, and who you are in him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life he came to give you.